What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning, and welcome to the show. And today is our Q&A day. Today where you ask the questions and we provide the answers to the best of our ability, of course. So what we do here, and in the case that you have questions that you want to ask, you can find those on our public Facebook group page in the announcements section. There is a link and that says, what is your name? Where are you from? And what is your question? And you ask? The answer. The answer. So if you are on Clubhouse, thanks for joining us. We're also on Facebook Live. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. That was a rhyme. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. Call me Dr. Seuss. Dr. Rhyme. Call me Dr. Seuss. Call me DJ Seuss. Let's do some housekeeping. So tomorrow, how do I make this quiet? It's just going to beep. So (laughs) tomorrow, you guys, we are going to have a special community event with regards to the live event that's coming at you guys in March. It is going to take place what time tomorrow? 4 p.m. Pacific time. 4 p.m. Pacific time. 5 Mountain, 6 Central, 7 Eastern. Ooh. I'm getting good at time If you zone. are in England. I have crushed the U.S. time It's going to be math. 11 p.m. No. What time is going to be our time? Or Then yes, 11 p.m. Yeah. If you're in New Zealand, it's going to be 9 a.m. Oh, on 9 a.m. Thursday. Going forward. On Thursday. The next day. Yes. So we're going to do it on Zoom. Are we going to drop a link or something? Is it going to be on Zoom? Yes, yeah. there's going to be a Zoom and there's going to be a link and there's a post that everybody who wanted to be notified could. So if you want to know the details, if you want to get more information with regards to the live event, we will unfold everything tomorrow at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 9 a.m. on Thursday Kiwi time. If you're in Australia, I haven't gone that far yet. I thought Australia was 17 hours. Maybe it's 16. Australia is more to the right past New Zealand. So 18? Well, it also depends 19? whether we're talking about West Coast Australia or East Coast. Oh Australia. my gosh, I'm lost already. Yeah. I'm so Such confused. a big world. <laughs> <laughs> so many things to do, so many places to see. All right, let's get to it, shall we? Let's get to it, we shall. What time will espresso be when you move to Florida? We'll tell you when we move to Florida. Stay in the the step that you're in. Oh, yeah, it is going to be the same. Same. (laughs) She's going to be different for us. Same. Nothing is changing. Same Z's. We love you guys so much. We're making sure that nothing is changing for you. How about that? People freak out about change. Hey, but this is actually a good lesson. Change is always going to happen. Change is change. And if you are not okay with change, you are always going to be stressed. You are always going to have anxiety because change is constantly happening. And if you avoid it, you can't grow. If you avoid change, you have no opportunity to be better. Change is great because energy flows. We all got to flow. 
Change is good, y'all. But espresso is going to be the same. So you're welcome. What was the meme that we said that we should do? Should have Stacy do a thing of yesterday? We came up with oh, another one. Yeah, we were on a team call and I don't remember. But I was just thinking, everybody says they want innovation, but nobody wants change. <laughs> everybody wants to get a new iPhone, but nobody, nobody wants, wants to learn how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So good. I'm Guys, good. change is good. That's the message at the beginning of this. So now... We are going to answer your question, starting with Leslie Wilson from Chillicoth, Missouri. Chillicoth, Missouri. What is your favorite healthy milk to cook? And what is your favorite salad recipe? It sounded like you said, what's your favorite healthy milk to cook? Oh. <laughs> I like to cook oat milk. What is your favorite healthy meal to cook? And what is your favorite salad recipe? Favorite healthy meal, salmon. My salmon, the way I do salmon. I will share with you. What is a Alaskan salmon? That's the kind, the Alaskan salmon. It's more pinkish, not as reddish. And check this out, so simple. You only have to squeeze some lemon juice, have some salt, have some pepper, and have some garlic powder. And I cut the salmon into like, you get the Costco size, you know, it's like a thousand dollars. And you cut three inch slab of salmon and then you just put them on some parchment paper on a tray, cover it with lemon juice, sprinkle salt, sprinkle pepper, sprinkle garlic powder in the oven at 350. We do it for 14 minutes, but that's like how many pounds? But we also like it like medium rare. Medium, yeah. So if you like it cooked, like all the way, go 18. Unless it's smaller, 14 will be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's my favorite healthy meal, I would say, that I can think of. Or something your mom makes. Anything your mom makes. Well, but then she cooks it. That's not something that we cook. Honestly, you guys, I am so automated and so simple. Like, I don't eat food because it's my favorite. I eat it because it works and I have less thinking to do and... It is what it is. Like we have, there isn't just one thing that we do. Like we rotate around like a couple different meals. Mm -hmm. So like for us, variety is huge. But what's the question? What is your favorite healthy meal to cook? She didn't ask, why do you eat food? Yeah, but I don't have a favorite meal to cook. What's the first one that comes to your mind that you enjoy, that brings you joy to eat? There are things. Come on now. You get excited. I get excited for all of it. Okay, but what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Sarit doesn't know how to answer this question. Okay, moving on. What's your favorite salad recipe? I will share because Sarit doesn't know. Salad, this is the go-to we make every night, mostly. Not every night. But you get those pre-packaged salad mixes. They have like the dressing and like all kind of stuff and a little separate package inside the package from Costco or Trader Joe's or Sprouts or Publix or wherever you go. And we get, what is it? The Brussels... It's like a Brussels kale mix. Brussels kale mix, or there's another one that we get that's like an avocado something. Anyways, we don't use any of the dressing stuff. We just use the mix, and then we cut up a romaine lettuce, and then we do onions, bell peppers, cucumber, cucumber apple, apple, pistachios. Mm -hmm. And if you've tried that salad, you know. You're like, ooh, yeah, that one's bomb.com. Olive the oil, lemon juice, salt. Olive oil, lemon juice, salt. Boom, done. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Hope that was helpful, Leslie. Okay. Daryl Williamson from Virginia. Virginia. What advice do you have to move beyond approval addiction? Mm. I find myself so easily distracted by whether or not people approve of what I do. Even on the Facebook group, my motivation rises and falls best on how many likes I get. My why is my kids, so thankfully this has not taken me off track. But my mental battle is every day. Ooh, that's a really good question. Thank you for asking that. This is a great question. Okay, first of all, drop an emoji if you can relate. If you've ever posted a pic on Instagram and been like, how many likes do I have? I'm guilty, 100%. I've thought that before. I used to be like that too. Back in the day when all my posts were just ab photos. Yeah, because it will get you the most likes. Yep. And unfortunately, like so much of so many people on social media are driven by that very thing. And so posts become inauthentic and people fake their lives. And I think one of the reasons that you guys have expressed to us and why you enjoy listening to this so much and why you enjoy being here is because of how authentic we are and how real we are, because that gives you permission to be you. And our lack of perfection gives you permission to not be perfect. Crystal always says to me, Crystal's on our team if you guys don't know, and she always says to me like, thank you for humanizing or normalizing that for me. Thank you for normalizing that for me. Because so often we feel like I'm the only one that thinks this way or I'm the only one who struggles with this thing. And we express on purpose when we have struggles. Yesterday we hopped on here late with a glass of lemon water and I said, Sarit said espresso is important, it's a priority. We woke up late yesterday, I said, yeah, and we have a beautiful message for it too. So let's grab our lemon water, let's sit in front of the camera, take our vitamins and show them that we are not fucking perfect. Mm -hmm. Now, the purpose for that is to give you permission to not be perfect. That doesn't mean you don't try. That doesn't mean you don't make great effort. But that means if you fall short, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. And in regards to this question, you have to be intentional about why you're posting what you're posting. What's the intention behind it? Is the intention to get likes? Don't post it. So science has shown this and you know, this is something like the approval addiction is something that you know, is directly correlated actually with an increased level of anxiety and depression, especially in teenagers, um, you know, because with every single like or comment that you get, like in your brain, you're getting a dopamine hit. And the way that Instagram and Facebook rewards you as well to make it even worse, because here's the thing, like, here's what actually like happens, like in social media, like the way that we operate our group is completely different because, you know, like you guys, like this is a community, right? And in order to bring everybody together from around the world, like we need to do it online. But, you know, with the way that all these platforms work is the more likes and comments that you get, the more these social media platforms are going to reward you and present it to more people. So what that does 
to your psyche is that it makes you more addicted. Now, the reason why they're doing that is because by the end of the day, all these social media platforms, what they care about is monetizing off of you. So, you know, by making you become addicted to all these likes and comments, you're spending more time on these platforms, right? Like, and then, you know, you see more things, more, you know, ads. I mean, even in the elections, right? Like you just get presented more stuff. So they're doing it on purpose to make you a lifelong consumer. Just being honest, that is what they want for themselves. So that is, you know, kind of like the psychology that goes behind it. But yes, with every like, with every comment, you get a dopamine hit. So you said something that was great, you know, in the sense that if your intention is to get likes from a post, then don't make that post. Because what you're doing is you are repeating the same habit. So if you know that this is a habit that's not serving you, then we need to change the rewiring around it. Now, if you want to make a post, make a post with regards to a question, something that requires you leaning in and just, you know, actually wanting like, you know, responses or support from the community. That's what it's all about. But if it's just like, you know, you just, let's say, getting attention, then I would challenge you to avoid doing that because you're just repeating the same habit. It is literally like, let's say somebody who is addicted to sugar, you know, just buying more chocolates and bringing it into their house. No, dude, like if it exposes a weakness of yours, then you need to start limiting that act because otherwise your brain is already addicted to these likes because you keep on getting dopamine hits. So... That's number one. Now, the second thing is, and this is me speaking from my own personal experience. I used to do that all the time. Literally every morning I'd wake up, I'd take a selfie of me and my abs. This is something that I stopped doing about three years ago because honestly, like the intention of the post was for me to get likes. It wasn't to add value to others. Now, if you guys look at our page. Hold on, say that again. It was to get likes, not to what? Not to add value to others. Not to add value to other people. Why do we show up here? Is it, It's not about us. If you guys see any of the mild success that we've had so far, you recognize this isn't about us. We don't show up so you'll like us. There's been plenty of people who have left the community because something we said offended them. But you know what? The truth is fucking offensive if it applies to you and you don't want to accept it. So you have to remember, like, am I adding value to anybody right now? Or am I just trying to take, 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 take? So let me tell you something, because I personally evolved a lot over the last couple of years. And ever since, you know, like we've really like committed to this mission before it was all about me and my abs and you know how many likes can i get for that and like how much approval can i get for that look you guys to be fully transparent my abs have gone me a long way in life you know like we won't have met had it not been for that so really if you didn't have abs i'll tell you why okay great I'm because curious. I got invited to this party by Kenny Santucci. The reason why we became friends is because he admired my abs. Otherwise, he wouldn't have invited me. 
truth. It's the truth. So my abs gave me unmatched level of confidence. And to me, that's why it's important because it gives me confidence and I know that I'm in control. However, I abused it for a long time because I was seeking validation through it. Okay. But the reality is that when you are seeking validation and when you don't get outside of your own self, it is really hard to connect with people. And I remember when we very first started our journey, I had a really hard time getting over myself for the first year. Remember, like every time I would go on video, like if I won't like feel perfect or whatever, I'd stop the video. Yeah. And like, you know, she challenged me to become more and more authentic, you guys. Like this is just like full transparency. So I also had to learn it for myself. Yeah. But here's the thing, you guys, like if you are at a point where you're seeking approval, then there is something on an emotional level that you're not fully complete with about yourself. And I'm saying it just like from full transparency. So, you know, what you need to find out for yourself is what have I not accomplished in order for me to feel just fully at peace with all of my imperfections. If you're seeking validation, then there is definitely something missing and you're just trying to find it from an external source. Now, it's okay if you borrow confidence and maybe there's a chance why you're probably in this group, Daryl, because you're like, man, like these, you know, this community is so encouraging, is so confident. However, you need to have an intention. When you make a post, like, what is my intention from this? Is it validation or is it, you know, humility and value? Because if it's validation, then you want to start limiting the times in which you do that, because otherwise you're just enforcing a habit that's really not serving you. In fact, it's making you more and more and more dependent. And this is something that, you know, each and every one of us needs to watch out for. But the second thing that you have to be very in tune with is what do I need to do for myself in order to increase my own level of confidence? Because until you do that, you're always going to seek it. You're going to seek validation from external sources. Mm -hmm. Now, again, let's go back to my example. Okay. About three years ago, all that I was doing is I was just seeking validation from others. Nothing that I was doing was as authentic as it is now. It was to some degree because I was never fake or anything, but there's a difference between, there's a big difference between this person is fake and this person is just fully authentic. When you're authentic, you're so okay with all of your imperfections. Like you guys have seen us cry in front of a camera. Like, you know, like you've seen just like everything. Like three years ago, there's no way in hell I would have done that. You know what I mean? But now it's just you evolve. However, that doesn't mean that, you know, while you're on this path, like still borrow confidence from mentors. And you guys, this is why this is so important. We say this all the time and we do this ourselves. We ourselves, we have mentors. Why? Because when you want to achieve something that you haven't achieved yet, you have to borrow confidence from somebody who's been there and done that. But you also have to be intentional with whatever that you do. If it's just to, you know, get a dopamine hit, then 
it goes away and then you become addicted, right? Yeah. And there's another side to this too. There's a completely other side. I, I want to make sure that you said all of the things you want to say. Though. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, every once in a while, let's say if you've achieved something that you're really like proud of, then it's cool to brag about it every once in a while. But don't make that the intention. Like, let's say if I post a photo of my abs every couple of months just to inspire you guys, it's like, look, you know, just because my priority is now to help you guys achieve it doesn't mean that it for me, it's not a top priority either. You know, but if this is what you continuously do and that's a habit, then we need to start shifting that habit. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. And validation is one of those things that every human likes. Of course, I screenshotted about four or five things this morning that I hadn't seen before of people saying how we've changed their lives. That's validating. Do you think that makes me feel good? You bet your bottom dollar. However, if I rely on that to live my life and to keep doing the actions I've been doing, that's a slippery slope. Because what happens when somebody says something bad about me? What happens when somebody says we cheated them or that we said something that made them not feel good or whatever? What now I stop trying to help people? So you have to understand too, like validation, it's okay to feel good about being validated. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to for your actions to be dependent on whether or not you receive validation. Yes, yes. Now the other side of this is the people pleasing side because there's a whole nother realm of if I post this, are people gonna like it or are they gonna be offended by it? If I post this, if I say this, if I do this, if I express this, are people going to be angry? Are people going to disagree with me? And then if you choose not to, simply because there might be potentially, possibly, perhaps a chance that there is somebody that exists who's not going to like the way you said it, who's not going to like what you said, who's not going to agree with what you said, who's going to think that it's dumb, who's going to fill in the blank, whatever. And then you choose not to post it or not to say it or not to do it or not to be authentically you because you think somebody's going to be in disagreement. Now you're hiding. Yeah. Here's the deal. When you can learn to be fully authentically you, there's this book that's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Forget the dude that wrote it. Forget his name. But it's an orange book. It's not Seth Godin, is it? No. And it's basically like not caring about the things that really don't matter. Like how to not care about things that don't really matter. Because we care about so many things that really at the end of the day do not change our lives. So it's the idea of when you can learn to be, this isn't the book, this is my thought. When you can be authentically you all the way with no apology, Now, that doesn't mean you need to go screaming offensive things because I'm being me. But there are often times where we get extremely passionate about something and it can be offensive. If it's speaking directly to somebody who can resonate, but they're not ready to accept, they're not ready to humble themselves enough to say, shit, that is me. How do I move forward? But they'd rather say, fuck you. Oh, that's mean. Why would you say that? I do that. You're being mean to me. When I say you shove chocolate in your face in the back of the pantry at night before you go to bed, like you can be offended by it or you can be like, fuck, maybe they can teach me how to not do it. It's two completely different. You can't be concerned about what the person on the other end 
is going to think if you have value you can provide to them. There are way too many people right now saying, it's okay, that's all right, you're enough, and you are, and it is, but that doesn't mean that you can just accept mediocrity. You can, and that's not my place. You can absolutely be average, and that sounds like a swear word, average. (laughs) You can be that, that's fine. If you're truly happy, I have nothing to say. But if you are not happy, and you want to be better, I am not gonna sugarcoat shit. A real, good, true, effective mentor will tell you the truth even when it is difficult for you to hear. And somebody who will not is thinking more about themselves than they are about your success because it makes them uncomfortable to tell you the truth. So when you learn how to be real, fully you, 100% of the way, and you're not afraid of it, and you have no apology to make because of it, that is ultimate freedom. I don't care where you live in the world because that's internal. You cannot control so many external things that happen, but you can always 100% of the time control what happens internally. Mm -hmm. That's up to you. So what happens when you begin behaving authentically like you, your sexual orientation, the color of your skin, the size of your body, the height, the color of your hair, the bunions you have on your toes, the fucking gap you have in your teeth, the mole you have on your face, the beard you can grow on your chin as a female. When you accept all of that and you live it, guess who you attract? The people you fucking like hanging around with. Do you know why it's so exciting for us to come here to chat with you guys? Because we've been ourselves and we attract the people who appreciate it. We don't have to hide. We never have to pretend. We never have fear of like, are they, are we going to be found out? Are they going to find out the truth? Like having to live in this fucking turmoil. I've done it. It's shitty. It's a hot, shitty mess. Like cow manure. Like hot, steamy. (laughs) Stomping through the cow manure with your fucking rain boots. Disgusting. (laughs) I'm done. I'm done. I I have no, my mouth is gone. All the fire just burned my whole face off. I've dropped the mic. I've closed the Bible. Your neck got red. Not too bad though. I actually don't feel it. So, you know, when, when I feel that it's red, when I feel that it's red, I'm like, Oh shit. How red is it? Like my ears get red too. I think my ears are good. Your cheeks like this part. And then all right. So you guys, with all that being said, it all comes down to who are you authentically? What do you have to bring to the table that can bring value to other people without expecting anything in return? And when you come from that angle, you get more than you could dream of. Mm -hmm. Because what you get is the value of real personal connection. And nothing in life beats that. Nothing in life beats that. And you hear us like... We've got all these programs. Great. Yeah. Some of them are free. Some of them are a decent size investment. The live event we're doing, the tickets start at $1,500 and go up to five grand. So yeah, of course, there are things that we desire as well. 
But when you don't show up for anybody else to provide value without actually expecting them to do anything for you or give you anything, you receive it. When you show up to help, when you show up to truly give value to somebody else, you feel more fulfilled than any comment, any like, any share, any subscribe. The reason we ask you to do all these things for our videos so that more people will see its algorithm for the platform. That's it. And it's how we gauge the success of our mission. How many people are subscribed? Why do we care? Not because it makes us feel good about us, because it fulfills us and reminds us and assures us and confirms that we are taking steps forward to complete our mission, to transform the lives of millions of people through the same movement, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. So to answer your question, Miss Daryl Love, what is your intention behind each post? What value are you bringing to somebody else? And are you being truly authentically you without fear? Those are the three questions I would ask myself before posting. I hope that was helpful. Let's do one more, one more question, one more question. Steph from Down Under, unless there's a state abbreviated AUS, but I don't think so. Can you read the question? Okay, what mindset tools or foods do you include in your day to combat body shakes during workout from muscle fatigue? Okay. Well, I mean, if your body shakes during a workout, it's either like a really mentally challenging workout that makes you nervous and that really <laughs> it's a different kind of shake and just releases adrenaline. Like uh -huh. we've had some really intimidating ass workouts, right? You start getting um, butterflies in your stomach. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, the mindset tools are really just, you know, everything that includes us raising our, our level of belief with regards to whatever intention it is that we're wishing to accomplish as far as that workouts. Now, I can only help but to assume that, you know, like unless you're doing this for some kind of competition or you're training at a higher level, most more often than not, this will happen just due to just kind of like physiological stuff going on. So what it sounds like is that, you know, your sugar levels are probably dropping. And what I would recommend is making sure that you're fueling properly before and after especially in the form of carbs so that your muscles can actually keep up with it. Because you guys, here's the thing. Your muscles hold up what's called glycogen, okay? Glycogen is stored carbs, okay? And, you know, depending on your nutrition, you're going to have only so much glycogen in your muscles and your efficiency with regards to just reuptake and conversion of glycogen to just available sugar, okay? is going to vary. So what you want to make sure is that you have enough glycogen stored up in your muscles beforehand, because otherwise you're going to fatigue super fast. That's why like if you're an athlete, keto is not very sustainable because you have no glycogen in your muscles. So you're going to fatigue your muscles super duper fast. Okay. But um, you're going to burn fat but not as many calories. So I would recommend, you know, to put it in simple terms, making sure that you're getting a good source of carbs before and after your workout so that your muscles have glycogen in them so that as you're working out and depleting those glycogen stores, you don't run out. Because what it sounds like is when your glycogen stores are depleted, your body, you know, reacts in a way that can kind of like 
I mean, getting shakes from a workout also depends. If you're working your muscles enough, they should fatigue. Yes. If you're doing it effectively, your muscles will fatigue. So that's okay. It's not a necessarily bad thing that your muscles are shaking. I can eat whatever best foods possible, good quality sleep, enough sleep, good mindset, consistent workouts, even myself being so experienced can still make my muscles shake, can still make my body shake. Sure. It just depends on the intensity. Uh -huh. And if you're a little bit more novice, the shaking happens more often. It's just a part of the adaptation process. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, when you are challenging your muscles enough, they should do that. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily bad. Now, if you're shaking, like, and you haven't even started working out yet, that could be just adrenaline. That could be intimidation by the workout. You know, that could be, I know when I used to compete. That's how you know that you pushed it. Well, when I would compete, I would be like nervous before. <laughs> yeah. And I would sometimes feel a little jittery, shaky, like no pre-workout, but like, you know, just the adrenaline. And adrenaline. Yeah. And, you know, so it just depends. Shaking is not always bad. Shaking could be a great thing. If you're a little bit more new, it happens often in probably every single workout. So I want to continue reading her question because I believe that it's more than just that. Um, she said, I work 10 to 12 hour days, mm -hmm. five to six days a week. And some days become frustrated with myself and I can't control my body during a workout and have to wait through muscle spasms before I can continue to sit up or lunge, for example. So like if you're having muscle spasms, then this can go into like some kind of electrolyte imbalance. Yeah, so what I would recommend as well is making sure that you are, for one, getting enough water. Okay. So basically your target should be whatever it is that you currently weigh. Okay. Half of that in ounces. So for example, if you weigh 140 pounds, then your target is to get 70 ounces of water. Now, if you can, we recommend that you drink electrolyte enhanced water rather than just like regular water. Okay. Because that is going to make just the water that you're drinking more efficient. Now, other things that you can do is that you can also supplement your water with electrolytes. That is something that we do as well. Um, like for example, you know, we use the X Endurance Hydro Sticks. In fact, that is literally all that I drink. See, like I got a hydration supplement in there and I drink alkaline water. Okay. So to make sure that my electrolyte levels are, are more balanced because what happens when you work out is you sweat. Okay. And especially if you say you work 10 to 12 hour days, five to six days a week, maybe your job is physical as well. Like you could be, you know, like sweating throughout the entire day, losing a bunch of electrolytes and not even realizing it. Or not properly fueling throughout yeah, the day with food. Right. Right. So like, you know, if you're not replenishing what leaves your body, then of course, especially if you're newer to this journey, like Again, what does fitness mean? It just means adaptation to physical stimulus. Okay. Like the newer you are to your journey, the, the more adaptation you have to go through. So the more extreme the muscle fatigue or the muscle spasms or the shakes are going to feel simply because your body's not as adapted yet. As you become really, really fed, the amount of stimulus that's going to need in order to create that trigger is going to be way greater. Okay. And that's why. If you're doing the burn zone, if 
you're doing the underground training club, like every workout every day is different and it always keeps on getting more advanced so that your body never adapts. That's how you become fitter. But if you like came to us either like haven't been completely sedentary or haven't trained that way, maybe you just did cardio. Like if you just do cardio on an elliptical or you go on the same run, like your body has already adapted to it. You're not, you're not moving the trajectory of your fitness journey. So you need to constantly give your body new stimulus because remember this, you guys, like our body has come this far because of hundreds of thousands of years of survival. Your body is great at surviving. Okay, so what your body does in order to survive is adapt as fast as possible to stimulus. That's what fitness is. And then this is more likely to occur during and after a workout, but can happen before work once as well. Yeah, I think that this is not so much a mindset thing. It sounds as if more likely it is a physiological thing. So just making sure that you are hydrating properly and fueling properly. And when Sarit says carbs, she means not donuts. Yeah, we mean oatmeal, we mean fruit, we mean, you know, rice. Starchy vegetables. St yeah, root vegetables. Root vegetables. Squashes. Yeah. Pumpkins, beets, that sort of thing. I think that does it for today. Yes. Guys, thank you for joining us. It has been an honor and a pleasure today. We do have a live event coming up. Boom. If you guys have interest in the live event, post it to the wall. We're going to have a special event where we're going to be dropping to you guys live all the info with regards to the live event. Okay. You guys, if you found value from today's conversation, all we ask is one thing. Remember this. In life, great things are meant to be shared. We are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours, okay? We can show up each and every day, and we will, but we need your help because you guys are the forefront of this mission. So please, 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 if you found value in this, if you're watching this on Facebook, just share the video to one person who will gain value from it so that they can become a part of the community and be pulled up, okay? If you're listening to this on podcast, then please subscribe and share. If you're watching this on the, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe and share this with someone, all right? If you guys are getting the emails from us and you're like, man, I just watched this show today and it was fire, just forward it to somebody. That's all that we ask you guys. That's all right. It. And that does it for today, you guys. We hope that you have a beautiful day and we will see you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember... Life is more fun when you subscribe to Aaron and Sarit.